welcome to another episode of Bumping Gums with T and Kim. I be T. I'm Kim. And we like to welcome you all to another episode of us bumping our gums, talking about everything. Everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. Everything jelly bean. Oh, wow. <laughs> you took it too far. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, this week, guys, we'll be talking about disappointment. Oh, God. Kim. Yes. Disappointment. Disappointment. What does disappointment mean to you? <laughs> so disappointment means to me um, expectation mm-hmm. over reality. Mm. Okay. So I expect an outcome mm-hmm. and then reality hits mm-hmm. and it's another outcome. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's, that's a, that's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good analogy. That's pretty good. You kind of shocked me with that one. Though. Why? I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> like what is disappointment to mm. you T mm. well I've had a lot of it and I've had to explore and actually sit in it yes you know yes so disappointment is uh for me it's that feeling of you like you said expecting something and when you fall short or it doesn't happen then that overwhelming feeling of, I don't know, failure, um, sadness, resentment, yes. anger, mm-hmm. you know, all of those, what I like to call the seven stages of whatever the hell it is. Was it grief? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just made, I just made that up right there. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's kind of what disappointment is to me. Um, so we'll start off this episode. And I'm going to say a few, give you guys a few quotes here. The first one is going to be, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Frederick Nietzsche. Mm. All Um, right. I got one. Okay. Hit me with it. Every disappointment is for our good. Kim's mother. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that poor lady. All right, P-Mom. You left us with good words. Oh, boy. She did. Every time we would come and we're Mm -hmm. disappointed about something, Mm -hmm. um, we would always come to her Mm -hmm. and to talk to her about it. Mm -hmm. And Teresa, Kim, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every disappointment is for good. Mm -hmm. At that moment, however. You didn't want to hear that. We didn't want to hear it because we usually just roll our eyes and get up and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did I actually stayed for the wisdom. Thank you. I stayed for the wisdom. That's my, that's my quote. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) R.I.P. Mom. (laughs) Um, Another one. um, One's best success comes after the greatest disappointments. Henry Ward Beecher. Wow. Right. That's really good. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's really, really good. Okay. And the last one I have is disappointment is tied into your love or passion of an event in your life. Okay. Martin Luther King. Not the king. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Disappointment is tied into your love or passion of an event in your life. Got it. And I understand that one. (laughs) I do. I totally, totally understand that one. That is the one I think the best quote that got to me um, as I was doing the research for this week on disappointment. And I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. For something that you feel mm-hmm. or deeply wanted or had a passion for, and then the outcome did not meet your expectations. So it feels like a great loss. Correct. You know? Correct. So, yeah, that one kind of resonated with me. Okay. You know? So let's go with the actual, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Definition. That's the word I'm oh, looking for. Oh, boy. <laughs> Whoa. What a, it's been, a, guys, it's been a week already. Like the week, even though it's, you know, like we're in the middle of the week, but I, we felt like this week started last week. With disappointment. This, this, this week started two weeks two ago. Weeks ago <laughs> and disappointment was the theme over these last few weeks. It so, was. It was. Um, all right. <laughs> definition. All right. So according to, to dictionary.com, disappointment is a verb, right? To fail to fulfill the expectations or wishes to defeat the fulfillment of as an example of hopes and plans um, that it didn't come to fruition. Right. That is dictionary.com. So Kim, what are some of the things that's um, happened in your life that was a great disappointment to you? Um, we only have so much time. Um, (laughs) But the, the greatest disappointment, something that stood out more so than anything in your life that you kept failing at, you know? Wow. Kept failing at? Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. Um, school? (laughs) (laughs) You cannot say school because you have your degree so don't even try it but i failed a few times before i got it doesn't before matter before i figured before i figured it out yeah um and the thing is is you figured it out uh, yeah i did figure figure it out eventually mm-hmm. um but there were so many disappointments along the way um trying to get like a particular job that i wanted um really really wanted it and thought I qualified um, for it um, and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say, don't put all your eggs in one basket kind mm-hmm. of situation. Mm-hmm. But it went back to one of those things was a gig that I really wanted. And I went up for it for a few times and I was disappointed mm-hmm. because I failed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had to process that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting um, was um, something that was said um, that it said that 
we as a society and in particularly black women, um, we are not taught how to process disappointment. No. You know, we have no clue as to what that means to start to get over or start to, you know, try to move on and move forward from that feeling of being let down from something that you expected or wanted so badly in your life. Um, and so we we tend to sit in that and we go through and it's just a process of, okay, over and over and over again, we let so much of our lives of disappointment, whether it's with family, with the loved ones, um, with our spouses or our significant others, with our jobs, with our friends, yes, you know, and that we are let down or disappointed by them. And we just keep piling it on and we never process through those feelings. We just, you know, typical black woman. What do we say? Now, fuck that shit. Whatever. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're you're right. We're not taught to take that moment to sit into something. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not taught to take that moment for ourselves to grieve something. You can grieve disappointment. Mm-hmm. You can grieve, you know, anything. But we're not taught that mm-hmm. a, a black woman, woman of color. You know, I can speak as a black woman. We don't have time to grieve for anything. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to mourn. We don't have no time to take a moment to sit in something. Mm-hmm. We just don't have the time right. because it's always something else to do or someone is in your face saying, get over it. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And just get over it. Move on and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like. I think that is such a big issue Mm -hmm. that as we've gotten older, we don't know how to sit within it. We don't know how to grieve disappointment. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to like process certain things. And we, a lot of things come fester, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it will just fester and fester. And then it might come out as like be rude or something like that. And I think you're right. Disappointment is one of them. Because let me tell you something, nobody gets more disappointed than a black woman Mm -hmm. and people will listen and they will not um, understand, but nobody deals with more disappointment on a daily basis than a black woman, especially in this country. I agree with that so, so wholeheartedly because, you know, it just seemed like uh, life just hands us a bag of lemons and you know, and, and over time we had to figure out how to make that lemonade, but we went through tons of bags <laughs> of having those lemons stacked up in the corner. And we're like, okay, my house is starting to overrun with these lemons now. What do I need to do to try to get over this and figure this out? Exactly. So a um, couple of things that I wanted to discuss and say that um, even though in the disappointment, there um, is good in being disappointed. Number one is disappointment is tied into your passion for the event that's in your life. As Martin said, there's no deep disappointment where there's no deep love. So if you didn't love something so much or wanted something so badly, then 
the deeper the commitment that you feel for that or the love that you feel for that, the deeper the disappointment when it doesn't happen. That's true. You know, that's definitely true. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think one of the examples, if you want to go from like one extreme to the other. Right. So if you have maybe if you have plans to go out. Mm -hmm. Right. And then if you're not really into it (laughs) and we see a lot of like things on TikToks and jokes about it. But if you're really not into actually going out, you know, like whatever, hanging out, if something happens and those plans got canceled, your disappointment is not that deep, mm-hmm. right? You're just like, mm, okay. Because exactly. mentally, you wasn't really interested in wanting to go anyway. Exactly. Most likely you're going out because of obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, or you'd be like, I have to something to do. Mm-hmm. But that's taking it from the simpler terms to like you say something that's like really something you wanted and then you get disappointed and we like said mm-hmm. do you have yeah like example of it like your friends and stuff you know when you have that one particular friend that you've been through the ringer with you know all the bar fights and you know, the drive-bys and the <laughs> drive-bys, the, you know, the hiding behind trees and be like, you see that bitch? Can you see through the window, Kim? I can feel see. like at least two times a year does not go by <laughs> without you having me having to bring up the story. I'm just saying. Of me. That, hey, that's a deep friendship, though. Oh that's God. a deep, that's oh a deep friendship. God. You know what I'm saying? But then imagine that if, you know, uh, something happened and you kind of put a little bit of stock into that friend that did all of these things with you. And then the one thing that they didn't do that you deeply needed them for, right? Right. Or you was relying on them to do. Yeah. And the disappointment that comes from that because, you know, they didn't fall through. Right. And the, the, I, you know, have one of those uh, things when you're like, the the more that you cared about that friend, the deeper that that friendship really meant the world to you. And then some life changing thing that happens and they take that friendship and turn it around, then you're deeply hurt by that because why do I care? Right. You know, and you care because this was something that you deeply cared about. Exactly. I agree. You know, so, yeah, Martin said there's no deep disappointment where there's no deep love. Right. You know, a job. Same thing. When you have the expectations of something good progressing you forward in your career. And you feel like you have put in your heart and soul into something. And you're right. The expectations is, is that, okay, I did this. I've done this. Now I expect to be rewarded with this. Exactly. You know, but then reality kicks in and it's like, mm, <laughs> no, 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 bitch. Like my bad player. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Number two, the reason why disappointment is also good Disappointment is an opportunity for your best success. Okay. Let's let's route that back to when Henry Ward Beecher said, one's best success comes 
after their greatest disappointment. That I can definitely, definitely see that and understand it. Like, and then for us as black women, it's more of a I'll show you situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I can as I use today, as I said, what's gonna really happen is those words. I can show you better than I can tell you. Yes. <laughs> that is definitely our like thing. Again, not necessarily know how to process those feelings in disappointment, but the first thing we always come back is always with some rebuttal or I'm a, I'm gonna show you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just another thing that, you know, minority women do to be like, I'm, I might be disappointed now with this, but I'm going to one up this mm-hmm. and and definitely show you what you missed, what opportunities you missed by maybe not giving me the job or, you know, not appreciating my friendship or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it always I'm going to show you. Yeah, always. It, it you know, um, and and that's not to say that that's that kind of falls back on the revenge of things like no. oh okay all right oh oh that's how we oh that's how we're gonna play <laughs> that's how you want to do this you know but it also goes back to you know one of the shows that we love so much um tough as nails yes and uh what's the other one um uh what a race around the world um, amazing race amazing race mm-hmm. right Whenever they get to those segments, right, where the person just knows everything. <laughs> Those are right? my favorite. He know, they know everything. And so they don't take the time to read. They just kind of skim through. Yeah. Right. So when they skimming through, they miss the details. They miss the most important things that they need to know to have that knowledge to be successful in creating whatever it is that they're doing Correct. or, you know, trying to pass with whatever it is that they're doing. But so many times we watch this show time and time again, <laughs> and we say they're not going to get past this because they're not paying attention. Correct. They are going through and they just know that they know that they know and don't take the time to read the blueprint. Yes. Right. And so they're building this framework and it's not working and it's not fitting. And so we get caught up in the idea of, well, um, I know this. So I, I, I expect this to, to, to happen. Right. But then when it doesn't and that disappointment in ourselves that we didn't take the moment to say, whoa, 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 back up, slow down. Let's rework this. Right. And in that disappointment, when something doesn't happen, how many times have we watched those shows when those very same people that was at the bottom on the next episode, they come back and they kick ass. Number one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They always, always turn out to be within the first spot. And that's because they took the time to sit in that and understand where they were. Oh, right. okay. So I got knocked down a peg or two because now I had to go back and I got to sit within this to understand, damn, I've, 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 my expectations, I fucked that up. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. You know? You're right. Um, so my thing is then for some people that are not taught, including ourselves, like how to deal with disappointment, like how do we handle that? Like we're older now, you know, we can't just like suck it up buttercup. Mm-hmm. you know, kind of situation. And like you said, everything is not, is not a revenge movie. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, what are we supposed to do now to handle discipline? Well, the first thing I believe is, is that you have to understand what you did and be willing to rework that blueprint. Like we can't sit and numb ourselves, which is kind of what I did, right? You know, I numb <laughs> myself and then, you know, pretend whatever. Um, not because, uh, with, with anything else, but, you know, numbing ourselves, meaning that some people go off on the deep end and they, they become addicted. They, they create those addictions, mm-hmm. you know, because now I just don't want to continue to feel this, this, uh, this, 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 uh, um, situation that I created for myself. So we turned to drugs and alcohol and sex, all kinds of addiction, gambling. And you know what I'm saying? You're so extra. I'm I just, mean, like, I'm, you, I'm like, why do you but, have to go so far? But like, I'm just saying like, okay. So like, for example, I know of this person whom, um, you know, has a problem with being in relationships, right? Right. And has tried very, very hard um, to move forward from that. Right. But every relationship um, that they got into, there was something or a lesson in what she needed to learn and what she needed to do. But instead of um, allowing herself to go through the feelings or being disappointed or being let down or whatever, then uh, they turn to alcohol. Right. Right. And of course, the favorite thing is, is what I always love to hear. I don't have a problem. I can still get up and come to work. (laughs) I still function. I do what I need to do. But it's like, no, wait a minute. What you did and some of the things that you that you've done to yourself or in this particular relationship, you did it because you were intoxicated. And because of that intoxication, now you, the the very thing that you wanted to say, you said the opposite of, (laughs) you understand? You said the very opposite of, you did the very opposite of, and now you're back to feeling those feelings of, of disappointment again, because now you fail at a relationship that you really wanted. You understand what I'm saying? Got it. And sometimes we just have to, we have to take account, you know, of, of our actions, of what we do. And sitting in that disappointment, you got to learn how to figure this out and, 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 and go away from that. The other thing, what I did, I was pretending that I didn't care about it. You know, right. I, like, you know, I didn't care about the expectations. I put the barriers up. I, I was fearful. I blocked what I felt like, you know, my desires because every time I, <laughs> you didn't get, man, fuck that shit. I ain't want it. Right. 
You know, I, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And no, I do care. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did want it. Exactly. You know, you wouldn't put yourself out there to apply for the positions if you didn't like want it. Mm-hmm. Or we have a tendency to give up on the things that we want on on our our resolutions and, and or our goals. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, because again. We we get disappointed time and time and time again. And so now you're like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I give up. You want me to defeat, you know, admit defeat. I it is what it is. But we self-depreciate our worth. Correct. You understand? We self-depreciate our worth and feeling that we're unworthy of achieving what we wanted and right. what we set out to do. Exactly. You know, because it goes back again to it's something that you wanted. And depending on the level of how bad you wanted it, that's how big your disappointment comes. Right. Mm-hmm. So a couple of like, I'm not that deep as Teresa's going with drug and alcohol, but <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm like, damn, all I said was like, how can we get over this disappointment? You bringing up uh, AA me. Um, A-A-N-A, all of it. One of the things that I read on betterup.com, they were stating is one of the first thing you could do is let it out. Like what we're doing right now. Right. Um, let it out, talk it out, write it out, scream it out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. let it out. Don't do like what you just said mm-hmm. that you'd be like, oh, I don't even care. Yeah. Those, right? are, the, those are the detrimentals, you know, the detrimentals of, of, uh, of letting our disappointment manifest within our souls and in our spirits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, let it out. Be honest with your feelings, you know. You don't have to say it to yourself or you don't have to say it in front of a room full of like a bunch of people. But even if you have one person to speak to like about it, express your feelings mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I'm really disappointed this happened or this or I'm really disappointed in you as a friend or I'm really disappointed in you as a partner for this, this and this and that. But it needs to be let out. Right. It needs to be said. It needs to be said and it needs to be expressed. Um, another things they said is like, um, practice self acceptance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like practice self acceptance, um, practice like positive self talk, mm-hmm. like nobody going to root for you. Like you root for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Know that, Hey, the game is not over, right? Right. This mm-hmm. game is not over. It might be on a pause right now. Mm-hmm. Right. But what is going to be my next Right. And how can I like, you know, as you know, we always say in the Caribbean is, you know, big up yourself, mm-hmm. big up yourself. Nobody is going to be big, big up yourself. Yeah. And it sounds super be like, that sounds silly, you know, like or whatever, but you have, you have to do it for yourself. Yep. Right. Yep. You have to do it for yourself and you have to know that. Listen, I'm not a stupid person. I'm not a bad person, you know things happen in life Mm -hmm. and I need to process it. So I don't fester. Right. Do you understand? Because like you said, that's the issue. A lot of people just let it fester and fester Mm -hmm. turns from something small into, you know, something way, way big. Yeah. Now we need a meeting. Exactly. Exactly. 
You know, um, I know for myself that one of the positive things that I said um, is if we learn to properly deal with that disappointment, you know, we can realign our expectations with the reality that we're, that we're presently in yes. to achieve the goals or the desires that we're looking for. Yes. So I do understand the be positive part, you know, because if you're not positive, then, you know, how, how are you going to, how do you, how do you get over it? You understand what I'm saying? Like if you sit in that feeling and you think, you know, just get into a, a, a headspace yeah. or a moment somewhere, somewhere to yourself, where you can sit in your feelings, because the one thing that I do know about you, which I tell everyone I love my wife for, and that is you allow me to go through the process of feeling what I feel. Of course. You never try to tell me, I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to be angry. I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to cry. I'm not going to sit here and tell you don't be upset. Go through and process your feelings, because until you can do that, there's nothing else that's going to matter about anything saying, oh, you can move on and be positive and, and then go do it again. Right. I ain't going to do shit, but sit here and be mad and upset and feel what I feel because you're now not allowing the person to go through their feelings. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like being at work right now. And everybody's like, Oh, don't talk to her. Leave her alone. Yeah. Let her, let her just, just don't talk to her. Don't say anything. Um, um, shh, yeah. You know, it, it, it's, 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 and it's like, it, because if you say something, Oh, she's just angry. Oh, she's just upset. Yeah. Oh, she just mad. So, and and she's not being a team player right now. And it's like, I want everybody at the sound of my voice to just shut the hell up and 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 be like, what I need for y'all to do is to just just let me go through what I'm feeling. If I want to be mad, let me be mad. If I want to be upset, let me be upset. If I want to cry, let me cry. Let me do all the stuff that that needs to be done or needs to be said or for me to feel without you having to sit and tell someone, oh, if you feel this way, then it's because of this, this, this and this. You understand what I'm saying? Correct. Like, just let the people go through what they feel with what's going on with them, because if you don't and then. If you say something, you're wrong. If you don't say anything, you're wrong. Everything is just, you know, you, you, you're not allowed to feel what the, what you want to feel or what you want to go through because somebody is saying to you, mm, she's, she pissed off right now. <laughs> and that's what it, and that's what it is, right? The first thing that we always like do is people are like always, making us feel like we can't have no feelings, right? Or they want to run up to you and be like, oh, how you feeling? Tell me how you feeling. You uh, Like, whatever. T tell me how you feeling right now. I don't know how I'm feeling right now, right? right? It's a mix of emotions right now. Yeah. I don't know how I'm feeling, but give me a moment to go through it, yeah, exactly. you know? Or people love to tell you how to feel as in, you'll be all right. You're right. 
D- don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You'll be all right. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Yeah, and you're without, like, huh? Without allowing you to just feel what... But listen, if I say something, I'm wrong. If I don't say something, I'm wrong. No matter how you come at it, it's still going to be wrong no matter what you say. And it's like, just... Just let people go through what they're going to go through. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Before you can sit there, just uh, people got to process. And that's what I said. That's what I love about you is that you allow me to go through the process of my feelings so that I can get to that part of being positive, like you said, and and um, and not taking, you know, all of this to heart and trying to rework what I set out to do. And, and, and you know what I mean? Of course, because the first thing that we're going to always do is we're going to always think negative of ourselves. Mm-hmm. If something happens that we're disappointed in, um, whether if it's a situation, a person, you know, like whatever, the first thing that we're going to say is it's something wrong with me. Yeah. A relationship doesn't work out. It's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like when I broke up with my ex, it's, you know, it's something wrong with me. It's mm-hmm. definitely me because why would she, you know, I'm obviously doing something wrong where she doesn't want to be like with me like anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. That or that stuff. It's definitely something wrong. And what we have to know is we can't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Different situations happen. And then that goes back again to the old lady. Every disappointment is for a good. Mm-hmm. It might not see it now and it might come to you 10 years from now, mm-hmm. but it might be for a good. Yeah. But most importantly, you are a good person. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with taking your time to process. And I will continue to tell you that all the time. And that's something that I learned in therapy mm-hmm. because again, we didn't learn this growing up. Mm-hmm. We were always taught to be seen, not heard, be quiet, keep yeah. your feelings in, suck it up, suck it up. Mm-hmm. You know, like people have it worse than you out there. That's right. always our favorite, right? That we always get as black people. Mm-hmm. People have it worse than you out there. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I know there's people out here having it better than me. Can yeah. I get some of that better? <laughs> I don't want to. Where my time? I don't give a shit about the people having it worse than me. No disrespect to y'all, but I need some of that. I need some of that Oprah light. Exactly. You know, forget Oprah. Give me some of that Gale light. Like, just give me a little bit of that Gale. Yeah. Because, you know, Gale hanging on to the Oprah. Oh, yeah. So give me some of that. Like, I just want, sometimes I just want to see that little light. And that's how you can have to work on yourself and be like, hey, you know what? I'm not a bad person. You know, I'm not stupid, man. Like, I know my skills. I know my value. It's mm-hmm. just maybe right now is not my time. Exactly. Or for the 15th time, the universe is trying to tell you, mm. stop it mm-hmm. and stop trying to force your ass into something that you're not supposed to be. Right. Exactly. I, now that <laughs> <laughs> mom definitely told me that a, a, a million times, Yeah, a million times. She used to say to me all the time, she said, stop beating yourself up. Yeah. You know, stop, Teresa, stop beating yourself up. Yeah. You know, you're trying to create an illusion of perfection. And it's like, you're never going to be perfect. Yeah. No matter how many times a person tells you that, oh, I'm perfect at this and I'm perfect at that. You know, the the competition at the at at at, uh, at the job is like, you know. One little thing that you off, you can, you can shoot 
right? Mm-hmm. And and you get 50 rounds. And if you put 49 in, oh, you 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 suck. Yeah. You miss one. You miss one. Like, what about you my know, 49? But what about the 49? Pick up my 49. No, no you, yeah, mm-hmm. I got 50. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's always that illusion of perfection that it's okay for someone else to to not be perfect because like how what did you tell me uh, for a, a a white guy that goes in <laughs> to apply for a job? Yeah, he only needs to be sixty percent of what the of what the um yeah sixty percent responsibility qualified. yeah this yeah sixty percent qualified qualified for this position mm-hmm. and me as a black woman I gotta be a hundred and twenty nine plus one more yes percent literally you know what I mean literally in order to just even be in the room not even be qualified but just to be in the room right but he only gets to be sixty percent yeah. 60, six, zero. Six, zero. Um, and, and that's the way how it is. You know, the stats are out there. Like a white man is, can be 60% qualified for a position and he will look at this position and in his head, he's like, I'm a hundred percent qualified for right. this. Right. A black woman will look at this position and who is a hundred percent qualified for this position mm-hmm. and think she's 50% qualified for this position and will not apply for the position. Exactly. You know, hence, hence the reason why the disappointment, yes. because you, you, at some point you just get tired of going through the whole process of what does it take for me to move forward? Mm-hmm. You know, um, going back to part of your, uh, your question of how do you go? How do we deal with this? It's, Moving on. How do you move on? How do you move on, Kim? Yeah. You know, and that's been the thing that I had to sit down and let this this particular uh, subject resonate in my soul. Yes, I, I know. really did. I had I to. Know. I definitely know. You know. I saw it. You was writing. I mean, you was writing down in your notes and you was writing your books. And I'm like, oh, guys, Teresa was right. Like she ready to. She ready to give us a thesis on here, <laughs> you know, because because as I was going through, I realized that everything that the research that we did, everything that it said about the festering, about the I don't care, fuck that job, blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm whatever, mm-hmm. I'm bad. I had to sit and and sit in the moment to realize that one of the best things that I read and it said, when you rework your blueprint, right? When you rework your blueprint in your disappointment of a goal or the resolution that you, you know, your desire, there was something in a quote that said, um, I don't even remember how it went. Um, reflect on what the desire was of that um, external projection. Mm. What was it? In other words, like being passed over for lieutenant again. Right. What is it about that lieutenant spot? Yeah. What is it about? Being a lieutenant, and this was what the therapist told me. 
She said, what is it about the lieutenant that that you need? Yeah. What is it about the lieutenant that's going to make you feel better about? What is it? Tell me. Yeah. And so I had to sit there for a second and I thought <laughs> to myself, I'm like, it's a lieutenant spot. It's a, you know, it's, it's going up the ladder. It's the feeling like you've accomplished something. It's the, it's the progression of seeing your work as, and she said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she said to me, she said, and is this the only way that you can tell that you are doing and being progressing is by being a lieutenant? And then I thought, oh, oh. wait a minute. So then she says to me, she's like, so what is it about the lieutenant? Can you achieve that goal doing something else? And I was like, whoa, right. this lady just blew my mind. So when I look at being passed over five times, yeah, five times, five times, the first thing I had to admit to myself was the expectations. I expected to get this position because of the work that I've done, because of the loyalty that I've proven, because of all the foolishness that, and I mean, I just went down the line, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So I expect to be, that's my first mistake. Exactly. My second mistake was, did, does having that lieutenant, is it the title or is it something else? Right. You know, and for me, it's not the title. It is not about, I need to be called Lieutenant Clay, but it is about, for me, I want to be upon a threshold that I can exceed because I have went from here and I've grown to here. And in in order to continue to grow, I need to continue to climb up the ladder. But just because I'm climbing up the ladder that don't mean that I have to be within the same profession of what I do now. Right. Because the question that she asked, and I pose the same question to the audience out here is, are you happy? Mm. Are you happy with whatever it is that is sitting in your disappointment? Are you happy with it? Mm. Because if you're unhappy, then what are you going to do to Make yourself not be unhappy. Right. What do you do to make this disappointment move on? You you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I think as soon as she said that to me, the light bulb clicked. It really clicked. Yeah. And so now I can say that being passed over this time around, it don't hurt. No. That's your lesson, right? So they also said in the thing was, look for the lesson. Now, not every single disappointment will be a lesson, Mm -hmm. but in some disappointments, there are lessons. And they're saying, you know, psychcentral.com says when dealing with disappointment, take a moment to look for the hidden lesson. Mm -hmm. This is in this particular one. This was your time to heed your lesson. And this was your lesson now, right? The other times might not have been a lesson for you. It just might have been, you guys are assholes. It is what it is. But this might have been your time, like, to get a lesson and be like, then what is now officially 
my next move right. and I can still be a successful person, mm-hmm. a successful, um, you know, police officer, mm-hmm. sergeant, you know, great person for my vets. I can do so much more, right. but it may be a different avenue. Exactly. Like taking you off of the one way road and expanding you now and putting you on the highway. Because once you do start to take the blinders off, and I I didn't even realize that I was operating with blinders. I told you that for like, I used to tell you that all the time. But but until you go through that, that one disappointment that just really sink you down in a low, like I didn't even know I had become so cynical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not cynical in a way of like, you know, fuck you people. I still did my job. You know, but cynical in a way of like, I just got to a point where I was just so unhappy. Yeah. You know, and in that being unhappy, it came dangerously close to being resentment. Yes. You know? Yes. And that manner, that really kind of got to me because, you know, I I never lived my life like that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that. From the first time of the disappointment, it just kept going and it just kept growing and it just got deeper. And I never dealt with it because I would just tell myself, uh, okay, next time, whatever. There's a reason why I ain't getting this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, all, all the cliches, you know, oh, because I'm black, because I'm a female and a male dumb, you know, all of this stuff. Yeah. And It was just Teresa with these blinders who was unable to see the bigger picture. Right. You know, in that in that lesson, like you said, it was, whoa, I need to go from here to out here. Mm -hmm. And the only way that I can expand that is to understand what is it now that that title held for me that I can now take that vision and expand it beyond being a police officer. Exactly. There's, you know, like we always say, and it's an old school saying, like there's a bigger world out there, but we're also trained in this country that your title means a lot. Mm -hmm. If you go to other countries, um, the first thing someone say is, Tell me about you. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Tell me who you are. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, well, my title is no, 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 no. Tell me who you are. Mm-hmm. But in the United States of America, our titles represents who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, Lieutenant Clay, you know, mm-hmm. like Sergeant Clay, someone so Esquire, mm-hmm. like America is doctor, doctor, so and so. You better call me by my doctor because, oh, you know, yeah. I'm like three hundred thousand dollars in debt <laughs> and not just talking like medical doctors. But titles are really, really big. Mm-hmm. When someone says to you in America, tell me about you. Well, I'm a lawyer. I'm a this, I'm a that. Mm-hmm. And we the, always leave with our titles. And we always leave with our titles here. So that puts a lot of pressure on you as a person to be like, well, I'm been in this game for so long per the American chart, Mm -hmm. for example, like you in the police department, Mm -hmm. per the American chart in this particular year, in this Mm -hmm. particular thing, Mm -hmm. you should be at this particular level right now. Exactly. So that is another added pressure Mm -hmm. that is put on, you know, was put on you where you're just like, damn, 
like, am I not achieving what I'm supposed to be achieving right now? Because you feel like if you don't reach that level, then you have not accomplished. You're a disappointment. A disappointment. You are a disappointment. You are a disappointment. Mm -hmm. So everything all through our lives, there's always something to, you know, might happen to make us feel like, hey, I'm a disappointment. Mm -hmm. But what we also always have to believe is, is um, even the most horrible events can teach you a positive lesson Mm -hmm. and it can help you improve yourself Mm -hmm. and improve your life. It was not, it's by tomorrow we'll be disappointed in something. I'm disappointed in the behavior of my dog right now. Mm -hmm. And if it was a movie, (laughs) I would be throwing her through the window. (laughs) However, right. It's something that we will still have to process. So I always say, feel those feelings. I will continue to say, feel those feelings. Um, and then take it one step at a time and deal with each disappointment as it comes. Don't lump some it up all yes, together, exactly. you know, all together. Exactly. And know that, you know, um, a setback in your disappointment is really a come up. For reals, you know, a setback in your disappointment is truly a come up because if you just, you know, allow yourself again to feel those shortfall, those those short where you fall short in Mm -hmm. in your achieving in your achieving. Right. Then you'll learn something about yourself. You'll learn something about the situation. You get to back yourself out of this and you're like, okay, what am I missing here? What am I supposed to see here? And instead of taking that and internalizing it as I did for all those years, <laughs> yeah. you know, I now get to take that step back and say, okay, there is something more here. And if I allow myself to go through the process of understanding where this is, so now this setback because I'm learning something, because I'm seeing something for the first time. I got fresh eyes. I can see, I can feel it. I can smell it. I can taste it. And now I can say to myself, oh man, the wisdom was there all the time. The growth was there all the time. But because I sat in that disappointment, I didn't see it. Exactly. Right. Like sitting in your disappointment or sitting in um, sitting in your disappointment and sitting in your feelings is two different things. Right. So sitting in your disappointment and sitting in there forever, you're not making any growth. Sitting in your feelings is a temp- also a temporary thing for you to move on from those feelings. And you've been sitting in your disappointment for such a long time that you, it, it was more of like a cataract over your eye. <laughs> I don't know. It's, the first thing I could think. it's a cataract that come over your eye and now being able to actually sit in your feelings, not the disappointment. Yeah. This particular time, got your cataract surgery. Mm-hmm. You see things different. And you're like, there's so much more on the horizon yeah. and I can look at things a little bit different and I can handle things differently and how I want to go for go for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So to wrap this up, let me just leave you with this. Right. <laughs> Try rooting for yourself. Yeah. Right. Try rooting for yourself. Big up yourself. There is power in knowing we are worthy of our most intimate desires. We are worthy of achieving our goals. We are worthy of achieving the success of our hearts, 
Allow the black girl magic to consume your spirit and blow your mind. Honey, sweetheart, girlfriend. Yes. Sisters. Yes. All my Latinos. Sistrins. Okay, listen to me. Root for yourself. Root for yourself. Don't worry about what these other people around you are getting. Root for yourself. That's it. That's all you gotta do. That's all you can. That's all you can do is just root for yourself. And people might call you conceited or fully yourself, but we'll, the, the love, yes, it starts with self love. Yes. So loving yourself and saying how awesome you are, there is nothing wrong with that. And as two old farts that's still trying to learn that, mm-hmm. right? I'm telling you, it's super. Powerful. It's powerful. Stop downplaying the way how you feel about yourself. If you think you're dope, you're dope. Like, yeah, it is what it is. And if, honey, and if you need to pick your head up and you strut around that damn office or around your friends <laughs> or around your relationships or around your family, whatever it is that's giving you or causing you to sit in that disappointment, pick your head up and know no matter what, I might have fell a little short. A little short. Story just, of my life. Just a little short. <laughs> I may have fell just a little short, but let me tell you something. I'm about to pick my head up because I know, I know how to deal with this feeling now, but I'm about to root for me. That's it. I'm rooting for me. Hey, good luck for you, but I'm about to root for me now. Yes. You know and, I mean? and that's just to me, that's just one of the the top things rooting for yourself, loving yourself and knowing that the disappointment that you're having at this moment doesn't mean that you're a failure and you should not stay disappointed in yourself. Mm-hmm. As I said, it be- I said it before. Let me say it again. A step back is your come up, honey. So <laughs> pick yourself up, <laughs> lift your head up, root for yourself. And let's go get this achievement. Look for the lesson, guys. Always look for the lesson. So Mm -hmm. that's the things that we've given you for your vision board. I know. Your homework for this week. Put on your vision board. What is going to be your disappointment and your come up from that? Put it on the vision board, whatever it is. Yeah. And take a picture of it. Yeah. Send it to us. Let's all start to work. As you can see now, we're starting to fill in this vision board for 2023. <laughs> this poor board. Oh, it's, it's, it's by the time we reach in, in uh, December. Yeah. We, <laughs> we going to throw a party. Right. Because we, we, we're going to achieve everything that's on that vision board. Yeah, definitely. Right? Definitely. So. Put it on the vision board. Let's get this going. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you again for listening for another week. You know, we're going to have to do what we love to do the best. Bumpinggumspodcast.com, the new and improved, super, super awesome like website, right? Still, mm-hmm. we still, our emails still work also. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. T-E-E at bumpinggumspodcast.com. Kim K I M at bumpinggumspodcast.com. Remember, we're everywhere, right? All the social medias, right? We all just Google us. We're on there. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Don't forget to listen, like, review, and share. 
And that's how we are going to have to, you know, get our word out there. So we do rely on you. Thank you. (laughs) Tune in next week, guys, for another episode of Bumping Gums with T and Kim. I-B-T. I'm that black bitch, Kim. (laughs) Holla at you, girls. Bye. (laughs)